Hi, welcome to my podcast. It's Olivia Nelson here, and I have a letter that I wrote to myself, and I want to share it with you today, and I can't wait, and I'm glad you're here with me, and I hope you've had a wonderful day. I hope that everything is going wonderfully and that you're happy this day, because why not be happy? It is like the best time ever in the history of the world to be happy and to feel progress, because that's what happiness is. Happiness is progress, and I'm feeling progress in my life, and I'm so happy. So um, whenever you know that you're, you're, you're progressing, that's when you know and you can be certain of happiness and that you are happy. So let me get started here. I wrote, Dear Me, and I'm just going to read it to you, and I cannot wait to, to tell you um, this story. And it's really about um, writing a letter to myself. And I encourage, um, I encourage you to like listen up re- like really closely to kind of the structure of what, what I did here. And I'm going to go over it after, after we finish up here. So here we go. I'm going to start out here, and I, I wrote, Okay, <clears throat> I've recently learned some things that I wish I knew when I joined MLM. You will ch- you will crush it in this market when you know these simple things. First of all, you are a superhero. You have everything lined up perfectly for you to succeed. You are ready to do this, and it's way easier than you think to understand what I'm about to share with you. You are everything. You need to be, and you know everything you need to know in order to pro- pro- progress with these new concepts. If you could only see what I see in you, you would know how valuable you are to your customers that you have been called to serve. They need you. They see your strengths better than you. So so that is why you need nothing more than what you've got. Um, I'm writing you this message because you've been hard on yourself for too long. You are perfect and I love you. Remember when you didn't think that the morning would come? That night you laid in bed, frozen with fear, trembling because you thought those terrible thoughts you made up in your head were true. They felt true and they may as well have been true. Um, Because in your head they were true. Do you remember what you did? Where you turned? Yes. You prayed and prayed and prayed. Do you remember what you said? Just two words. You said, help me. And then um, now is the time. Now is the time to be there for yourself. Okay? And if you want to pray and say those two words, they're powerful. And when you ask the answer will come. So maybe use the word please. Please, you can like say please at the beginning of that prayer. Um, It's always helpful. (laughs) So instead of two words, maybe add three. So it'd be like, please help me. And I imagine, I imagine that's what you said that night when you were afraid. Anyway, I'm going to keep going in this letter, you guys. Now, um, I just, now I just... having a hard time reading my writing, you guys. So just give me a second as I'm trying to read what I wrote here. Okay. So now I just gave you a a plan or now I just gave you a plan. Now I'm going to go back to to the story. 
Oh, yeah, that's the plan. Okay, I'm going to go back to the story that night. That night you felt alone. That night you were laying in bed wondering if the morning light would ever come. What happened? Do you remember what came true? After praying a hundred times or so and reading the scriptures, yes, as you as your eyes opened, you wiped those eye bookers away and felt a book that had been on your chest while you were sleeping. Like it was still there and the lamp by your bed was still on. The morning light had f- had f- filled the whole room. The fear was gone. Okay. That was my letter uh, to myself. That was the letter that I wrote today to myself. And I said I'd go over the structure. So here's a little bit of the structure. What I did when I was writing that story is um, I went over a few things. And I have learned um, recently because I've been, I've been listening to Russell Brunson, his uh, three books. I've been listening to three of his books. Uh, I, the first one is dot com secrets, dot com secrets. Yes. Dot com secrets by Russell Brunson. And the next one, the next one is, um, the, the one next one in his trilogy is, um, expert secrets. So expert secret is expert secrets is the second book that I've been like continually having in my, my headphones as I'm going throughout the day. Um, so dot-com secrets is the first one. Expert secrets is the second one. And then the third one that's just like, just barely came out and it's really new is traffic secrets. And in those books, I've been learning so many things and I'm, I really, uh, love those books very, very much. And one of the things that I learned and that I've been using is a structure that he does and that he uses when he writes stories and he's constantly writing stories. And if you listen or read those books, you, you'll know and you hear his structure of story in there. And I want to share kind of how I went about writing that story that I just told you. Um, and there's really 11 different parts of it. And when, I mean, I can't, exp- I'm not going to explain them all right now, but I'm going to kind of, uh, go through, go through with you, um, how I felt when I learned about this structure from Russell Brunson. And, um, I really knew that it would be the key. I knew that learning the structure that Russell Brunson taught in his, in, in his book, Expert Secrets, um, that's where I got this specific, this specific framework for, uh, writing stories. Um, I knew that if I'm like figured it out and started doing it, that it would be the key to being able to, uh, feel confident as I was telling the stories that I have in my, in that I have already experienced in my life. And then, um, it would help me to be able to share them with my, anyone and especially you. And I'm so grateful for this framework that I've been able to use. But when I first heard it from Russell, I was like, Oh my gosh. And as he started teaching me 
and I, and I listen to his audio book. So like I hear his voice in my head as I'm, as I'm listening to the book. And, um, I remember hearing it for the first time and I was like, Whoa, this is unbelievable. Cause it made sense. His whole book made sense all of a sudden. And then his other book that I'd already written or read dot com secrets totally made sense even more. I'm like, he seriously uses this all the time. And by the way, I've totally listened to him. Um, pitch. I've listened to him. Um, I've listened to him in his, like the way that he goes about talking. I, I know he uses this. And when I heard this like framework, I was like, Oh my gosh, it all makes sense. He's literally using this constantly as he's talking and as he's going about his work and this is his work. And this framework that he gave me is like the biggest, uh, blessing to me. And I'm so excited that I can like use it so that I can talk to you better and so that you can understand me better because all that whole story that I told you is true. There was a night when I, I was laying in bed and I was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know if the morning's going to come. Oh my gosh. I don't know if I can handle these fears that are creeping in. And I felt so alone. And there was this time when, um, it was actually when Kevin was on his mission. So my husband, he left on a, on a church like mission for two years. And I know a lot of people do go on church missions and like share the gospel or share their, the, the word of God or, you know, teach about Jesus. Like people do that. And that's what my husband had decided to do when he was a child. I remember when I started dating him, he told me, he was like, I'm going on a mission. And when he told me that I knew I couldn't, I couldn't stop him. There was nothing that would stop him from doing that and going on his mission. And I knew that I had never met another guy like that. I heard my older brother talk about going and serving a mission. It's something that he just like, my brother was kind of like, I don't know if I'm going to choose to do it or, and I heard like guys that I had dated before him, like they, or even like hearing young boys in my church program, like talk about like, oh, maybe I'll serve a mission. But at the same time, I heard our church leaders like strongly encourage every single boy that was able and willing to serve a mission. So when I heard the conversations, um, around me of, of actual boys, real boys, boys that were of age talking, they said things like, oh, I don't know if it's going to happen or maybe if it's right for me, I'll go. But I met this guy, I met Kevin, I met my husband, this boy that, um, was from California and he was like super nice. But one of the things like I knew that he was going to do without, um, a doubt was serve a mission and go, you know, talk about Jesus to people in wherever he was called to serve. And that like blew my mind. I was like, what a cool guy. Like anyway, cause I encouraged my older brother to serve a mission. I encouraged boys to serve a mission. Cause I knew that like what our church leaders, like people that I respected and people that I loved, I knew what they were saying about missions and how important they were in our religion to like, just to go and to do. And so, um, I would encourage boys around me to do that. I was like, that's so cool. And like, you should do it and it's going to be great. And I dated guys that were like, um, like before I met my husband and after I met my husband, I, I dated guys and I was like, oh my gosh, like you should go on a mission. They're like, oh really? I should. And I'm like, yeah, like, of course. Like, it's kind of like, duh. But for my husband to be the kind of guy that was just like, I'm going no matter what, that was so cool. And he's like, I'm going to be like called, you know, I'm going to go wherever I'm called to serve. 
And um, right now, I'm, I'm getting this like message in my head that's coming to me and I want to share it with you. And it's this idea of like going and and serving the pers- the people that you're called to serve wherever you're at. And like in business specifically, um, like we've been called to serve, first of all, um, whoa, okay, I'm getting emotional again. Um, <laughs> uh, but before I say this, I want you to know that I know it's true and I'm so grateful for it before I say this. But I know that Russell Brunson was called to serve me and he has done an excellent job through writing the books that he's written and they've served me so much in in the last like few days I've been diving in and like really trying to understand these concepts and I think that there have been books that have changed my life and um, I imagine you have a book or several books maybe that have changed your life and I, I just know that there's like we have this gratitude that we can feel for these people that have shared knowledge with us. And, um, I'm going to wrap up today. It's going to be a quick one. I have a lot going on. Um, and I know that you do too. So today's just a really quick thing I wanted to share with you. And I encourage you to read, uh, .com secrets, expert secrets and traffic secrets. They're fantastic and you're going to love them. So anyway, uh, Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. And I, I'm excited to, to serve you. Okay. I feel like I've been called to serve you and thank you. Okay. Have a good night. Bye.